Welcome to Get Together, a community podcast for fans where we cover all things games, entertainment, and technology exclusively on the GET Network. I'm your host, Showtime, and I'm here alongside with my good friend, Buddha. What's good, Buddha? Yo, what's good, man? It's a happy day. Xbox yes, Land, PlayStation hey. Land, Nintendo hey. Land, Disneyland, hey. all the lands. We in the land. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't thank you enough for setting aside some of your time to be with, here, with us today. Together, we'll be bringing you the latest about games, entertainment, and technology exclusively from around the world. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about the Xbox business update. We got some things happening with UMG and YouTube shorts. And we also got some movies dropping like Wicked. Yeah. Um, So stay here with us today. So whether you're a gamer, a movie, TV buff, or a tech geek, Get Together is the podcast for you. So what's good, Buddha? What you been up to in your personal life? Um... Um, I had a nice little trip, you know, um, mm-hmm. went out, visited a bunch of people, um, okay. small little road trip for um, just, you know, a random weekend just okay, to get okay. away and get yeah. some nature in us and everything like that before the snowstorm on the, on oh, the East yeah. Coast. Oh, yeah, on the East Coast. Coast. Yeah, it happened right before the snowstorm, so thankfully I missed all of that, and right. I was all uh, cozied up at home during the storm. How about you? How, how's everything with you? Uh, yeah, honestly, I've been catching up on all my movies and gaming and honestly cozied up because i wasn't trying to be in that snowstorm even though i got the suv truck but um uh i think on the actual actually had to go into work on the day of the snowstorm um yeah 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 they made me come in they made me come in Uh, it's whatever though i I gotta get paid somehow right (laughs) um so what games you been playing lately um what have i been playing lately I haven't actually this this past week. I haven't mm-hmm. really played much of mm-hmm. anything, really, which is yeah. intriguing. I just yeah. been trying to get things going, mm-hmm. you know, with with the life and work mm-hmm. and everything like I that. that. Um, just tapping into the Steam Deck, most likely. That's probably mm-hmm. next. Um, I'm looking at Hell Divers, though. I'm looking at that. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I actually just tapped into Beyond Two Souls on the Steam Deck OLED. Uh, so I've been playing that. Um, and I'm also trying to just, you know, catch up on the rest of my backlog, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God of War, I've been working on like crazy. Uh, side missions and all. Like, I want to I want to complete that game. It's beautiful for it not to be. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> um, so any movies, TV shows you've been catching up on while you were away on vacation? Um. I did see the the Halo movie. Well, the Halo TV show. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the only reason why I decided to watch it is because they said they had new creative leadership this time and um, new showrunners, yeah. and this is going to be different from the first season. So, you know, I want to give them a try. Yeah. And, I think it is um, different from the first season. I can't hold you. It just dropped. Season no, two just it, dropped. It is. And, like, the beginning is, like, more like that's what I want from a Halo show. And yeah. it just sucks that after like the first 10 minutes of the episode he doesn't put the helmet or the suit back on for the rest of the episode the rest of the 40 plus minutes which to me is just mm. I, I don't know i can't i can't get past that um mm-hmm. i need chief in my in his suit <laughs> like that's yeah all the others like use it how the games are the other the, the people use them as your mm-hmm. storytellers for chief 
let Chief be Chief and do what he does best mm. and send him out there and, and, and do damage and let us watch him do damage like they showed in the show. He can yeah. he can do it. Why can't we, we see that more often? And then have all the other Spartans be the ones to show their faces and show all the extra emotions that we don't get mm-hmm. from Chief. Um, but hey, yeah, they want. I think they want Chief to be very emotional. They want to see why Chief is doing what he does. Um, we already have stories yeah. for that, and mm-hmm. they told those stories in mm-hmm. various books mm-hmm. and various um, games. Yeah, um, everybody still has a relationship with Chief. If you played over those games, and you didn't have to see his real face to even understand any of that. Yeah. So it can be done. Mandalorian doesn't show his face, and we get emotion out of that. Um, there's there's mm. ways to do this, and I just feel as though I don't know for Chief, it's just it's a little too much for me. I could do with a balance, <laughs> like maybe yeah. do a half half, yeah. but like yeah. if he puts a suit on for five minutes and then I don't see it again, that's not Master Chief, that's Master Cheeks. So, <laughs> He's still going from season one, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. Now besides that, I definitely been watching uh, Percy Jackson. I got two more episodes left until I'm done. I'm Ooh. almost there. Two more episodes, so. Um, yeah, just I just got the first. I just got the Cali, so I'm 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 close. I'm close. Yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you dabbled in any new tech lately, or seen any new tech that you're most interested in? Mm, not necessary. I'm I'm solidified right now. I'm trying to stay mm. away from getting you know enticed and getting ready to swipe credit cards and stuff. Like my last big <laughs> purchase was like the Steam Deck OLED. Yeah. Yeah, and same, same. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm hold that, and we'll see what the summer comes. You know, when the sunlight comes out, mm-hmm. um, credit cards come out. So we have oh, to be Oh, yeah, most definitely. Got to be careful yeah. during the summer. I was yeah. just talk. I was just telling somebody, like, listen, we only got four months on the East Coast to be outside. And when we Every, outside, we outside. <laughs> yeah. Every second counts. Every second counts, for sure. Exactly, exactly. So we're going to get into our first topic of the day, which is gaming. And Xbox just dropped their business update. Talk to us, Budak. We were talking during the pre-show before we started recording how we just felt two different types of ways right now. And then we were also talking about how the community felt. So talk to us right now. Yeah, I mean, to to me, like, this is more of a, like they said, a business update. This is goes beyond just xbox for instance this is more of a data the industry kind of thing mm-hmm. where yeah. if you actually listen to what he's saying phil spencer the president of microsoft gaming well the ceo of microsoft gaming actually yeah what he's saying is that due to you can see all the layoffs happening and mm-hmm. you can see the decline in 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 the way games are being being bought if they're not you know the the eighth sequel or mm-hmm. the biggest franchise out there that it, it's hard for games right now. It's 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 hard, and Very. in order to 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 continue to grow, and I hate using mm-hmm. that word because companies use that word to validate all types of things, but for the gaming sphere to sphere to grow, you have to do more than what's been done consistently. Yeah. And like I said before, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yeah. Um, it's just it's unsustainable the way things are going right now and there has to be a change and we have to try new different things and this is microsoft saying that hey we're trying something new and if it fails it fails we still have the xbox to fall back on 
and we can still go back to tradition and everything like that. But yeah. we need more growth, and all this growth is going to do is just benefit the Xbox brand and also hopefully gaming when it comes to creators and developers being able to have sustainable jobs and everything like that. So we're, we're, the future is, is definitely bright and bleak at the same time for gaming. Yeah, well, I also want to say that Xbox did drop a couple of tweets, uh, you know, stating of what was going on. If you did not catch it, um, you know, they were talking about their biggest games like Hellblades, uh, Sinwa Saga, uh, Indiana Jones, and the Great Circle Avowed, Aura History Untold, and Talborn and more, uh, which is coming all in 2024, unlike PlayStation, which isn't dropping any exclusives until 2025, by the way. Um... But Final yeah, Fantasy they had a coming. Final Fantasy is coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, they were definitely saying, you know, today that they were so excited to you know bring these games and uh, to the Xbox platform, but they're also bringing four Xbox games to other platforms. So, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel good, especially if the rumored games are what they mm-hmm. are, and the rumored games are. And Phil Spencer said that there are two service games, mm-hmm. and the rumors are that the service games are Sea of Thieves and right. Grounded, and yeah. that make that makes sense. I mean, and when it comes to multiplayer games, I am of the fashion that I don't think any multiplayer game should be exclusive to any platforms. Um, yeah, that hurts the not only the the potential um, player base, but it also hurts the developers and publishers when it comes to monetization. So you want to have that game out there on all platforms and to recoup as much investment as you can and also use yeah. that investment to make the game better. Um, you're fighting against the Fortnites of the world, the, the Roblox of the world. <laughs> the Roblox, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Apex. You, to, mm-hmm. you, you call the duties. You have yeah. to make sure that, you know, you have you pry some eyes away and some time away from everybody's usual go-to experience. Yeah. Um, and the other two games they said was was, um, I believe the quote was something like, um, not necessarily lower tier, but like they're smaller type of games. Right. And that's the ten out of a ten Pentiment from Obsidian Studios, and um, Hi-Fi Rush. Right. Um, but yes. that's for Tango Games. Yes. So those make sense, especially Pentiment, as it was a ten out of ten when it came out. So yeah. the more people that experience that game, the better. And like mm-hmm. he said, like all these things releasing on these platforms are just to benefit the future of these games on Xbox. Yeah. So, what about you? What, what was your what was I your mean, thoughts on I mean, like my take on it, to be honest, my take on it was, you know, there's definitely okay with dropping older games. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Hi-Fi Rush. I guess it's been out for quite a while now. There's nothing wrong with, you know, bringing, I guess, a, I don't, has it been a year yet? It's maybe yeah. seven, eight months? I don't know. No, it's just, just about a year because it shadow dropped okay. on the last um, developer direct. Right, year. right. So, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. Um, even, you know, Sarah Bond was like, you know, we gotta, we gotta do something. We gotta bring it to all gamers. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, I feel like there's definitely nothing wrong with that. So people, I mean, the Xbox community, I will say the Xbox community is very happy right now because Xbox is not going third party. I will say that. Um, are they happy? 
They are. I mean, it's only four games. They've only said four games, no. and they said, and I mean, I mean, for now, for no. now. <laughs> like said, this is just a start. They yeah. need to see how it goes. They need to, yeah. you know, get the numbers correct. See what's going on. What's what's the 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 pros and cons when it comes to the Xbox actual audience. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the, the new audience, the new potential audience. What comes from there? Um, mm-hmm. The actual sales, like especially when it comes to pricing. Are you going to price them at full seventy dollars prices, even though those games have been out for a while? Um, mm. Things, things like that. You got to like they have to figure all that out. And I'm very intrigued to see what they do about that. Right. They also did announce that um, Diablo Four will also be dropping on Xbox Game Pass on March 28th. Not only console, but also on PC, which I've been calling for a while now. That's why I mm-hmm. held out as long as I could. Um, I did play that free uh, gaming. We were talking about that, I believe, in November, December, uh, yep. uh, the trial run. Um, I was like, yo, I'm not going to buy this game yet because I know it's coming to Xbox Game Pass. And yep. now it's official. It's coming to Xbox Game Pass. Um, some other key highlights from the Xbox business update where they were talking about how a new hardware is coming um, to Xbox. So let's get into that. Um, do you think this is going to be a handheld device? Do you think this is going to be a new console Um I believe they said, this was the official quote, there's some exciting stuff coming out in the hardware that we're going to share this holiday. We're also invested in the next generation roadmap. What we're really focused on there is delivering the largest technical leap you will have ever seen in a hardware generation. Yeah. I mean, ever since the Xbox One X, they had the most powerful Mm -hmm. console. I mean, until... We see what the PS4 5 Pro does this year, and maybe this is their stake in the claim to let everybody know that hey, like, um, whatever we do next, it's gonna be you know back to there's an old quote or old fa- phrase from Xbox that um, there's no power greater than X, and yeah. that's like a slogan for like you know the strength and, br- and brutal strength and raw power that the next gen or the Xbox in general usually brings. And that goes back to my whole thing when it comes to Microsoft. Like, they're trying to say that, yeah, the software is going to be on multiple places. And we're trying to yeah. unindoctrinate you guys to the idea that you are stuck to this plastic box. Just that one. Costs yeah. X, mm-hmm. X amount of hundreds of dollars. And that yeah. barrier to entry is just so high compared to all the other experience that you already are. You're playing free to play games on yeah. a device that you already own. So why would you go out your way to spend five hundred dollars on something? Um, I'd rather just go to where you're at and try to squeeze something a little bit out of you over time. And mm-hmm. that's that little bit is more than what I was getting from you from the jump. I was getting nothing. So right. I'm just trying to, you know, open you up a little bit to the idea of what Xbox is. Xbox is no longer if you notice that they don't talk about Xbox as the console, they talk about Xbox as like the platform. Like right. Xbox is just game Microsoft games in general. What games from Microsoft mean? That means mm. Xbox. That's what they're trying to trying to say. I mean, I feel like that's, that's nothing wrong with that. Um, again, we've already also been talking about how PlayStation is also wanting to do the same thing by dropping, you know, their own um, 
things on PC alone. And like, we were just talking about how PlayStation is just starting out and where eventually PlayStation is also going to get to the point where they're also going to be dropping titles among PC, among Xbox, among, you know, Nintendo Switch. Uh, they're already dropping on Steam. Like it's going to be multiple platforms that PlayStation is going to end up dropping on. It's, it's no more console wars. It's no more. I think it's done. Oh, and we were no, just talking about that. It's platform wars now, but also now what this does for a platform holder, it's your job to tell the consumer or try to convince the consumer why you need to buy this device, like why this device is the best way to play our games. Mm. So, for, like, yeah, you can play your game at 720p on your tablet, but if you want to play your game at 4K, 8K, Whatever mm-hmm. the K is at that that time for next gen, you need the box, the yeah. the big daddy box, and that's for the mm-hmm. people who want that experience. If you want the true gaming experience, that that's what our ideal to be. And then, you know, you'll get certain features like like for instance, PlayStation has the DualSense features and stuff. That's something that would entice people and differentiate you from somebody else's box. So again, it's on the platform holders to make sure that whatever they do entices people to come to their specific box because I could play those games somewhere else. So convince me on why I should play those games on your box or in yeah. your ecosystem, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, Xbox ended with this last tweet saying, uh, this all means that the biggest games in the world will be available on Xbox with continued Game Pass Day 1 releases, a multi-year hardware roadmap, and a commitment to a player-first platform we're here to help game creators reach the largest audience possible the biggest games are larger than any one platform so exactly so playstation needs to catch up then it's 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 not about exclusives anymore and are these exclusives too much money and you're not getting a return out of them we were talking about we were talking about Spider Man uh, in the earlier podcasts that you know even Spider Man did not even recoup the money they spent on making the game. No, I think I th- I'm pretty sure they they made because uh, the the leaks said that they needed seven point something million at full price to mm-hmm. break even. Um, they said that they sold almost ten million so far, I believe. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was it wasn't fast selling. I will yeah, say that no, no, it wasn't fast selling, that is right? That the um, a lot of those copies were given with the PlayStation console, so those mm-hmm. wasn't considered full price releases. So, right at the very least, the game at least made something or broke even at the very least. Mm-hmm. And what if you look at well, what we're going to talk about with the Sony president, the new Sony president? Mm-hmm. how he's looking at the portfolio and everything. He's like, yeah, the old way of doing things was yeah. you use these Well, well let's get into it. That's that's topic right. two. That's topic two, right. y'all. So topic two is, you know, Sony leaning more into the PC universe. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so what he's saying is that Sony wants to improve PlayStation profits with mm-hmm. more aggressive PC release strategy. And then you see that as this week they released Helldivers 2, on right. both PlayStation 5 and PC 
and mm-hmm. it got all the way up to 200,000 concurrent players at the same time. And yeah. that's one of Sony's fastest selling games on, on PC. So yes. what he's saying, first. this is Sony's, yeah. And then this is Sony's first time releasing the game on both platforms. So what he's trying to say is that the old way of doing things were, yes, we spend those money on like the Spider-Mans and the God of Wars to get you to buy those mm-hmm. that box. And from that yeah. box, we use that 30% that we get from every game sale and microtransaction and everything. And that's how we make our money. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, since games are ballooned to astronomical prices and, I mean, budgets, and they take astronomical years, five plus years of development. Yeah. If you don't hit on that five years and and spending that $300 million, that's an investment that you just really can't risk anymore. It's not like in the PS2 era where games were $50 million, AAA game was $50 million. Yeah. In 360 era, AAA game was 80 to $100 million. Now you're, you're mm-hmm. spending 300, let's look at Spider-Man. $300 million plus, and then a majority of that goes back to Disney. Yeah. So yeah. the sustainability of what's going on with games, games... because they own the name. Go. They own right. the name. So, I mean, what can you do, really? Yeah, but also, like he said, quote, in the past, we wanted to prioritize consoles, and the first-party title's main purpose was to make the console popular. The company has to, quote, proactively work on making more games multi-platform. Quote, he says, it's been four months since I became chairman of Square, um, Sony Entertainment, Sony Interactive Entertainment. Mm-hmm. A big problem of SIE that I found is that they don't necessarily have deep understanding of how their work is being translated to growth. Gen of sustainable profits and higher margin for the unit as a whole. So what he's trying to say is that, yeah, you sell astronomical amount of, of, of games, right? Mm-hmm. But the console market is going is has basically plateaued. Right. You're not gonna get any more than a hundred plus million people to buy that box. So if you're gonna cut out hundreds of million on PC, you're gonna cut out a hundred plus million on Nintendo Switch, you're gonna cut out the fifty million on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Even if you combine all of those and use the, the lowest percentage possible, mm-hmm. that's at least a couple of million more than what you had on your own. But I'm, 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 Wait, I'm going to let you finish, Buddha. I'm going to let you finish. But listen, my man Phil Spencer says, I will say when I look at a game like Helldivers 2, and it's a great game, kudos to the team on shipping PC and PlayStation, I'm not exactly sure who it helps in the industry by it not being on Xbox. If you try to twist yourself to say, like, somehow that benefited somebody somewhere, it doesn't make sense. There's a legacy in console gaming that we're going to benefit by shipping games and not putting them on other places. We do the same thing. Spencer also noted that the first Sony published game to launch on PlayStation console and PC at the same time is doing really well. I will say shipping more games in more places and making them more accessible to more people is a good part of the gaming business. So come on, is is Helldivers 2 really doing that great that they didn't want to also uh, put it on Xbox, that you only wanted to drop it exclusively on PlayStation and PC? You could have even done more numbers by dropping it also on Xbox. You could have done more numbers by also dropping it on Nintendo Switch. So come on, really? 
And we, we, they, they're quoting this. They're quoting this saying, oh, we want to do great. But obviously you don't want to do great. Yeah. But, but the thing is that, again, that was instilled before the new Sony president, the one who, who we just quoted, um, his new philosophies wasn't instilled when that game. Again, games take years to make. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And the second thing is that Sony was, you know, they're still based on their foundational way and traditional way of doing things, which is that, hey, this is PlayStation. Remember, you got to take baby steps. Microsoft mm-hmm. been doing the same day one on Xbox and PC for almost 10 years now. Sony, this is Sony's first time doing that. So you got to give them a chance. Like, this was a big step for them to to come out their comfort zone and actually show and people don't realize this is basically a message from Sony saying, "Hey, the console isn't enough anymore." Yeah. Without screaming it to the top of their lungs. Well, because first of all, it was success. it was leaked. It was leaked that the PlayStation Five isn't doing that great. They didn't they didn't sell a lot of PlayStation Fives. It's that's already on a decline. It's already on a decline. PlayStation yeah. Five is already on a decline. It's crazy to talk about. It's on a decline. It's and on then, a decline because. Everybody who needs a PlayStation Five has one. But All what's right, the so what's what the point? You, you're not even dropping it. You're not even PlayStation. Not even dropping exclusives for me to even want to buy this console. They did earlier. They they did did a job. Like in the beginning, the beginning years, they convinced you to buy the box. Now it's on them to convince you to continue using the box. Mm. That that's that's all. That's all it was. They did their job. They got you yeah. to buy the box. Now, if your box is just sitting there, not recouping Collecting money, dust. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it doesn't help them. It, it, they don't benefit from it, which is why they changed the subscriptions to what they are and made PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Extra, PlayStation Premium. And even more so, that's why they rose the price of all mm-hmm. of those services by 30%, because yeah. they noticed that people aren't turning their PlayStations on enough, and they need to recoup some of that money that they're losing from people not you know, doing, doing their subscription with multiplayer at the very least you need to have yeah. that subscription to have a multiplayer at the very least so yeah. it's it's about it's about growing it, it it you like like phil spencer said if there was to come out on xbox at the same time all you're going to mm-hmm. do is make more money is that going to make people leave playstation to buy xbox no because i'm playing it on playstation and at the very right. least i most likely have a capable pc if i don't Right. So having it on Xbox is nothing but a benefit to the developer and the publisher. You're just making more money, which is what Phil Spencer is trying to say. Like, who benefits from that situation? Nobody nobody benefits because you just cut off X amount of million of potential purchases oh, because of tradition. They, and this is what the new yeah, Sony president yeah. is trying to explain to everybody, right. that right. times are changing and this is just the beginning domino of what games are going to be and mm. one more thing if you notice when it comes to the streaming wars the streaming wars went through the same thing netflix warner brothers amazon all them people there was yeah. like you know this is exclusive it's never leaving hbo max all this other stuff and you look at netflix now they have all the dc cinematic universe they have sex in the city they have all of those things yeah. same thing with netflix some of the netflix stuff ended up on max and other other services because there's a benefit from cross promoting all the services. You're just going to end up making more money. The people that don't have Macs, mm-hmm. for instance, they get to watch Sex in the City, binge that, and be like, oh man, I want more Sex in the City. 
where can I get more Sex in the City? It's on Max. You can watch yeah. the new series yeah. on Max and the movies on Max. So you need a subscription for that. It's all about growth. And I need, yeah. I plateaued. So I need help from these people, from their, you know, their genre and their customers to help boost ours. That's all this is. Wow. And it's just transitioning yeah. to games. Well, both just dropped this business update. I hope to see changes with both platforms. Um, I hope that Nintendo actually starts kind of clicking with this. Um, you know, they're really based in their own little world. Um, but I guess we'll see what happens. Like you said, everybody needs everybody. Hey, just Microsoft been saying from the jump that yeah. everybody wins. When, and when everybody plays, everybody wins. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm. that's what it comes down to. So we'll see. The future is definitely... Yeah definitely changing in the video game world and not just video yeah. games that's everywhere yeah our next topic is ign to host ign live an in-person fan event in la this june talk to us buddha yeah What's so coming? IGN is trying they're trying to they're not necessarily saying that this is e3 mm-hmm. but they're trying to start the building blocks for them to be the center of gaming for that summer stint that we're all used to and mm-hmm. it makes sense because a lot of people there um, who are in senior leadership grew up with the tradition of e3 and there's mm-hmm. nothing like going to e3 and meeting some developers and meeting other people who have dissimilar interests of you and it just you know just ball out it's like the comic-con of video games you know and yeah. um, you also get to play games earlier than in mm-hmm. demos and stuff that before from games never come out some games never even come out but you experienced yeah. that game at, at e3 so those yeah. experiences is what they're trying to do so it's, i think it's less about the the game trailers and all the others the press conferences and stuff for them because yeah. they call this an in-person fan event so i think this is more so their way of trying to get people to play unreleased games and new games mm-hmm. yeah. all under the ign banner because they said it is set to feature world-class talent parties mm-hmm. network networking opportunities and unique attractions it's okay. a three-day fan event in los angeles this summer featuring mm-hmm. gaming entertainment creators developers publishers and enthusiasts and it will okay. take place in early june so mm. you can and also you can register for it live uh, for ign on their website ign live okay okay and see what happens maybe you'll see us there maybe. hey we we trying to be all over i'm just maybe. saying I'm, I'm here just for saying. it. I'm yeah, for it. I'm, yeah. I'm down for a trip to LA. I mean, I'm just oh, saying. Okay. Look out! Look out for us for PAX East 2025. Mm, mm, Maybe me. we might even look out for PAX West 2025. Man, I'm trying to go east, west, north, south. Let's exactly, all over the country, <laughs> <laughs> all over the world. We're going global. I'm just saying. <laughs> Speaking of global, um, they got a global brand of mm-hmm. football from FIFA. So Ooh, FIFA talk to right us. Um, so FIFA got cooking up. Apparently, uh, 2K might be actually picking up FIFA, which is kind of crazy to me. I, I didn't believe this. EA uh, had some things to say. So nevertheless, after 30 years, they split due to several issues, including contract disputes. And I couldn't believe this. Like, contract disputes? Um yeah. They deleted all of their previous games with FIFA from their online stores as well. 
So, um, just to bring a little context into this, they started back in 1993. So it's been quite a while that, you know, EA had this exclusive contract with, uh, football. So now that it's gone, they want to transition over to 2K. And I think this is a big jump. Uh, people also have a lot of problems with 2K, especially with basketball. And they feel like servers are slow and, you know, it's not enough content and a lot of things going on in that, you know, sense of the world. So will this be great? It's possible. It's possible. Will this be more like a, oh, you need to pay to play? That's possible as well. <laughs> so... I guess we'll see what happens. What, what's your thoughts on it? Um, um, I'm intrigued to see what happens because from mm. my understanding is that when EA split with FIFA, yeah, EA signed exclusive deals with all the other leagues and the, all the other player associations and stadiums. Mm. Yeah. And EA has access to basically everything except for the World Cup and a few other mm. tournaments that FIFA sponsors. So, whatever whatever game 2K is making, I'm I'm not convinced that it's a full blown simulation competitor to yeah to EA what they call it EA Sports FC EA Sports FC. Mm -hmm. I I, yeah I wouldn't be surprised if it's more like a they partner with Lego and it's more like a Lego FIFA kind of thing. Imagine. (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know i don't see them but then again like the potential like you see ea is making billions of dollars every three months yeah just off microtransactions so and the king of microtransactions is 2k so they probably see that exactly and they want to run with it so um hats off to them let's see what happens what they do yeah i can't wait to see what they do um, and I can't also wait to see what y'all do for the podcast. Make sure y'all like, make sure y'all subscribe. If you're listening to Apple and Spotify, make sure you give us five stars because we definitely appreciate it. We want to push this content out to as many people as possible. We're on episode nine, y'all. Episode nine. We put out nine Dude. podcasts, Buddha. Nine Dude. podcasts, and we're still pushing. We're in 2020. Four on EP nine, man. I can't believe it. We've come a long way. Um, yeah, if you if you bad. haven't known, we got some giveaways also coming up. Um, let me grab this giveaway. We've got this giveaway right here. Um, what you got? What you got? What oh, you got? Whoo! Giveaway, mm. giveaway number one. Amiibo. Yes, sir. Zelda and the Lawfwing Amiibo. We got that right there. That's going to be one of our exclusive giveaways for the GET Network. Um, so, yeah, make sure y'all stay tuned. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Spotify, on YouTube, um, on <laughs> Apple Music. That's six, fingers, Facebook, seven. All right. What we? <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And um, we're going to go on to our next topic of the day, which is entertainment. So Disney to focus on core Marvel franchises. Talk to us, Buddha. Yeah, and they're like it's not even just the Marvel franchises. Like they're literally saying that they're focusing on um, just sequels and big franchises for all their entities, whether whether it's mm. Marvel, Pixar, um, yeah. Lucas Films, 
and Disney Animation. So, mm-hmm. but Bog Iger is saying that Marvel Studios will be shifting the Marvel properties that headline the MCU going forward. He stated that yeah. Marvel Studios is starting to focus on some of its stronger franchises going forward, but I'll leave it at that. Um, mm. And with that news, that same time, they also released a nice little promo arc with the cast of Fantastic Four. Um, you yeah. have yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal. As, Got some uh, big wigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, that's official now. And yep. that was a nice, clever way to do it. And if you dig into the details of the pick, um, yeah. I don't know if we, if we got a pick for the visual watchers out here for the yes, Fantastic we do. Four. Yes, we do. And if you look at, at Ben, the the thing, his basically what he's looking at says the 1960s. So that's basically what they're trying to tell us is that, hey, this takes place in the 60s and mm-hmm. they probably won't come to the main MCU until Secret Wars, and yeah. then from there on out, they'll be like you know the face of Marvel after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that makes sense. They that they went back in time. Also, which just dropped, which we just found out was the Marvel Animation X Men from '97, which is dropping on Disney Plus. Uh, so they they taking uh, us back, Buddha. Marvel's nah, taking yeah. us back in time. Y'all need to y'all need to see. What what real ninety Cyclops is about? This is the Cyclops I grew up on. All right, not this little this this Hugh Jackman. Everything's all about Wolverine. Wolverine, Wolverine. No 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 no. Yeah. Cyclops, okay. Cyclops is the leader. Uh-huh. He's the one that puts this team on his back. And if you see uh-huh. at the end of that trailer, what he says, he says, "quote my my X Men, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. on me. Let's go." That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 90 Cyclops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't, I honestly can't wait for that to drop on Disney Plus. Um, coming soon, so make sure y'all watching out for that. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely about to be about to be a big thing. Definitely. Yeah. Right. So it's and definitely Disney's the time. Pushing, yeah. Disney announced yeah. the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer. Deadpool, Wolverine. I, oh, yeah. I was just watching that trailer with my girl. I think I'm definitely gonna go see that. She was telling me she hasn't seen Deadpool one and two. I'm just like, yo, I might have to come, I might have to come let you watch this. But uh, I might have to go see the movie by myself, or me and you gonna have to go, and then we gonna have to, you know, drop that review real quick. Cause that, that definitely might happen. That definitely might happen because that's a that's an automatic watch. Yeah, especially if you yeah. watch Loki. If you if you haven't watched Loki, it's mm-hmm. it's I would say it's imperative because in that trailer, everything is based on what's been going on in Loki. So hint yeah. hint. Watch that mm-hmm. Loki on Disney Plus. Oh, you heard it here first, y'all. Our next article of the day is Wicked is dropping a movie in uh, on Thanksgiving Day, I believe, uh, mm. which is dope, starring your girl Ariana Grande. And yeah, this movie, I can't wait to see it. I went to go see it on Broadway. I yeah. love the play. Um, I can't wait to see this. Uh, fun fact, y'all. Fun fact. I was the cowardly line in the whiz. So this is just a must for me. I cannot wait to go mm. see Wicked. <laughs> full circle. Everything comes yeah, full circle. full circle, full circle. So yeah, um, I definitely can't wait for this to drop. Um, again, like I was saying, your girl Ariana Grande is in it. And I think this is going to be a big hit for everybody. I think Ariana Grande hasn't been out since, you know, that shooting that happened uh, down in, uh, what, London? So mm-hmm. this is just really... 
you know, pretty much her coming out debut. Yeah, so to speak, yeah. And what's cool is that they already announced that part two was coming out a year later. So they're just, you know, you're not waiting two, three years for the conclusion to the story. Um, Mm -hmm. That means that, you know, they're taking it serious. For me, that means that they're taking it serious. And, you know, they're doing their due diligence and giving the story the proper time. The actual stories, exactly. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So, yeah, um, just a quote. This is quoting here. An unlikely friendship emerges between uh, Alfaba and Glinda, uh, two clashing witches in the magical land of Oz. Um, Ifaba is wrongfully cast as a wicked witch as she seeks to expose the fraudulent, corrupt wizard who rules the land. It's definitely going to mean definitely going to be fire. Like if they yeah. do it anyway, like the Broadway show, this is this yeah. is going to be. Uh, a, a hit on Universal's hands, uh, so shout out to them. Yeah, now I definitely cannot wait to see this movie. Um, again, y'all dropping on Thanksgiving Day. Make sure y'all go check this out. Um, it's a, actually a, a a couple hitters. This dropped during uh the Super Bowl, so uh mm-hmm. yeah, Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving Day. Right, right. Um, our last article for the entertainment topic is YouTube Shorts adds music video remixing as UMG goes silent on TikTok. Talk to us, Buddha. Yeah, if you remember from a previous episode that TikTok mm-hmm. and UMG had a little dispute, so they took yeah. their music off of TikTok, and that UMG has, like, you know, um, Drake and Taylor Swift and a bunch mm-hmm. of the major artists out there, so you can't have their music on TikTok and what YouTube is announcing is that they're going even even a step further. Not only do yeah. they have access to that same UMG artist list that TikTok lost, but now you're being able to remix music videos from artists like Beyonce. So what they say is YouTube now lets creators add and remix music videos in their shorts. Mm. In the post announcing the feature, YouTube points out that creators can use music videos from artists like Beyonce. So now this is taking not just the audio part of remixing, but now you can remix different parts of music videos. You know how people were on TikTok where um, all the memes where you just remove the background from certain characters while they're doing certain things. Yeah. So now you can take people out of the music and do those things and do whatever you want to it. So um, that's definitely a win for YouTube since Mm -hmm. UMG is definitely in the battle with TikTok and YouTube Shorts. Hey, everybody has a YouTube app. So that right there is just that's that's a plus for them. And um they're they're definitely pushing it for the young crowd and tra- trying to transition them over to what YouTube Shorts has been doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're allowing to remix with the content and yeah, I think this is definitely gonna be big for YouTube Shorts. Uh we might have to check this out, Buddha. We might have to remix it up on our on our YouTube um oh, yeah. you know, our YouTube yeah, shorts. You know Juice World is coming, y'all. Juice World's my favorite artist, so Juice World is coming. I'm just saying. I'm just yes, saying, that's, that's my boy. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for um, it. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like how we come in, we need you to come and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Um, it definitely helps us out. Drop some comments, y'all. Drop some comments. Let us know how we're doing, how you're liking the show. If you're not oh, liking yeah. the show, tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us right. how we can make the show better. Just saying. Uh, if you drop it on... Uh, go ahead, also, go ahead. Even if, if they're, they're, you know, there's something that we said that, that's incorrect, it's like, yo, mm-hmm. you was wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. Right. Facts. That means I get to learn. Mm-hmm. And I can't learn if, you know, I'm not being taught. You, nobody tells us something. Exactly. That I is a fact. That. Let's get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. 
So we're going to move on to our last topic of the day, which is technology. And Walmart is looking to buy Vizio to bolster its ad business. Ooh, Vizio? Yeah? That's how they come in, Buddha? Talk to us. Talk to us. Yeah, so Walmart is in talks to acquire Vizio for about $2 billion. Vizio's worth about Ooh. $1.9 billion, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. So they come up a little bit. And um, what, what's significant about it is that um, Walmart is already a, a significant player in the connected TV advertising business. And what that means is that TVs that sell very cheap and they have, you know, free services on them, like the Roku yeah. channel or Samsung TV Plus and um, the the fast channels, what they call them, the, yeah. like from Warner Brothers and Freevee and Pluto TV, all those other, those mm-hmm. ad, those free ad TV stuff. Um, Roku has been the number one seller and the number one revenue from Walmart has been yeah. from Roku devices. And if they were to buy Vizio, uh, all Walmart's going to do is prop Vizio up from doing what they were doing with, with Roku. So all that advertising space and everything that Roku was getting, mm-hmm. they're going to give that to to Vizio because obviously, like since we own that, we're going to use that. So as a threat, Vizio is going to be a major add-on for Walmart. And yeah. Roku's shares actually fell because the idea that Vizio and Walmart's com- combined can um, deter people from buying Roku devices and they'll just buy the cheaper Vizio devices because Vizio is already a known brand and all those services yeah. would just be on. V- Vizio is an old brand. Listen, I, I got a Vizio underneath the computer desk right now. I got a Vizio TV that I can hook up. I can hook up uh, my HDMI. It's an older TV too. So Vizio has always been great with technology. I can hook mm-hmm. up my HDMI. I can hook up um, the regular, the regular uh, uh, with the blue port, the blue port, the, the back in the day port. I can hook that up to the TV as well. Um, yeah, Vizio has always been top of the line for me. Um, I cannot believe that Walmart is trying to make this happen right now. Yeah, because also Walmart is a leading seller of low-end retail sales for connected TVs, including mm. its own private brand, which is own ONN TV, and their own TV is powered by Roku. So mm. if you was to buy Vizio, they wouldn't be powered by Roku anymore. And what's, what's difficult for Roku and what's going to be a challenge for them is that the first nine months of 2023 for Roku, Walmart was estimated to have accounted for 40% of Roku's device revenue. So 40% of Roku devices came from Walmart. And if Walmart was to buy Vizio, you can guarantee that 40% would be drastically lower. Because they now, would just undercut whatever whatever Roku does. They would just undercut them. Right. So who's you know who's backed by Vizio? Um, rather, it's Android, Google. Because um, Roku, I know Roku is pretty much their own system, and they they back themselves, and they got the Roku TV channel. Um, they update their content all the time, and it's free ninety nine uh, for most of their content. So right. So um, I believe Vizio has their own little like their own casting kind of operating okay. system where like they okay. do, do a bunch of casting um i know they have some google tv devices out there too i don't know if yeah. walmart just want to switch with from roku to google tv um yeah. if i was google i would send walmart a nice little pretty check to mm. get all you know get my google tv operating system into yeah. those Vizio devices you can use your little walmart branding your walmart skin put it on there 
and yeah. so that we could both eat from that that free advertisement that's going to be sold in those stores um and both we could both take out roku at the same time so we'll yeah. see what goes on with that that that's yeah. dude, that's this, that's, this, that's dope let's go through um black friday is going to be very interesting at walmart very interesting <laughs> Very interesting. I see they they uh they threw up the little DC too. They got the Wonder Woman in the picture in the background on the TV. So they they try and make moves, huh? They know what they're doing. <laughs> um, our next article is going to be uh Bose's ultrasound open earbuds are the boldest, most unique earbuds yet at a price of only two ninety nine. Only, only. Yeah. Um, only the design is unique it's definitely unique um they cling to your bottom of your ears like um i would say like a like an earring almost yeah um the whole idea is that you're always going to be hearing the outside ambiance and the outside noise at full volume but if you just want to have the music in your ears at any point you can just turn it on and the music uh, the music would just be there or you know you could make that phone call however Mm -hmm. you want to be about it and the idea is that they're so lightweight and they're just there, like earrings, accessories, that they're more comfortable than having buds actually in your ears for that long period of time. So we'll see. I mean, the the my what you're seeing right now, the visual watchers, um, is the Galaxy Bud Live. Those are my favorite um, earbuds because they mm-hmm. don't necessarily go inside your ear. They just sit on your ear. Um, right. I can have those on for hours upon hours and it doesn't have no irritation because it's literally just sitting on my ear versus in my ear. And right, what right. Bose is trying to do is something similar, but like on the bottom of your ear where your earring goes. So if it wasn't for two ninety nine, I definitely would love to try it out. Um, and Bose is always known for, you know, when it comes to music and exactly uh, they're known they're known bose is like you know the premium of of music right now like you want a bose stereo system in your car trust and believe (laughs) and now they're trying to say you want to have a bose system on your ear at all times right it says that you know they have um uh, all day comfort it has auto volume seven and a half hours of playtime. It's IPX4 water resistant, so that means that you know you can, mm. you can work out with it, right? Um, right, things like that. And um, we have a small excerpt from Chris Welch from The Verge, where he says their design fundamentally means you will always hear external noise, and you'll hear it naturally at full volume, whether you're riding a bike, out for a run, working in an environment where regular earbuds aren't practical, or just find the whole in-ear concept to be uncomfortable. These allow you to go about your day, stay fully alert, and jam along to a soundtrack the whole time. So that was That's his dope. idea of what the buds do. Yeah. Um, just just two ninety nine. That's a lot. Um, that is so, a lot. Two ninety nine yeah. is a lot. But we'll you know, see, compared to these other headphones that be happens. out here, three ninety nine, yeah. four ninety nine. I mean, I right. take a two ninety nine. I can't hold you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to, I, I need to test them out, see what see what it sounds like first, and then, right, you know, right. maybe maybe the price can be justified for sure. Right, right, definitely. And that was our last article of the entertainment topic. Now we're going to get into our rapid fire, rapid fire, rapid fire, which is quick topics, quick articles, uh, what's going on around the world, and 
Uh, we're going to talk about how the Kansas City Chiefs won in overtime Ooh. against the 40 San Francisco 49ers, uh, which means you can get some free Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, you heard it here. Free Buffalo Wild Wings because they went into overtime. So, yeah, make sure you all check it out. Get some free Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, yeah. Yeah, y'all need that. Y'all need that. Exactly. 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 Um, We're also going to be talking about how Xbox is... This is rumored, y'all. This is rumored that next Xbox is going to be discless. And it's going to be designed by Microsoft's Surface team. How do you feel about that, Buddha? They're going to be dropping... They're going to be dropping the original people who've been creating their Xbox devices. Um, I mean, teams come and go. So, yeah. you know, you want to consolidate. If you already got a hardware team, um, yeah. that hardware team already makes great hardware. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're trying to combine the idea of what Windows and Xbox is and the whole idea is that you want to have Windows and Xbox be synonymous with each other. So, like, if yeah. I have, let's say, a handheld device, um, from that handheld device, I want to be able to play my Xbox games and my PC games mm-hmm. at yeah. the same time. So in order to do that, the Windows team needs to work with the Xbox team. And if the Windows team has its own hardware team, um, it's kind of some redundancies going on there. So let's yeah. just see what the hardware team does with, you know, a new Xbox and a potential for a handheld or a potential yeah. for a series of devices inside its own ecosystem and everything like that. Yeah. Um, that's that's very intriguing. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, though, I put some money that they're going to make an NVIDIA system for their next Xbox. Mm. And that's how they're saying, that's why they're saying they're going Mm. to have the most powerful leap in generational history in terms of console gaming. Um, So don't take my word for it, but I would, I would put some money behind Microsoft working with NVIDIA to get everything up to snuff. Okay, y'all heard it here first. Speaking of NVIDIA, there also is some rumors that the Nintendo Switch 2 will be included with uh, some NVIDIA chips. And it will also be backwards compatible. So, there you have it. Sure, it has no choice. From here on out, all games, you just, it doesn't, nobody, like Phil Spencer said, who benefits? Right. Nobody benefits if I can't either buy old games on the new system and play my games enhanced on the new system. Right. Because all that's going to do is just make me want to invest more in your ecosystem, in your platform, and have trust in what you're doing. So, yeah. And there y'all have it, man. That was Rapid Fire, and now we are officially at the end of the show. If y'all enjoyed the show, make sure y'all like, subscribe. If you're listening to to the us on Apple or Spotify, make sure you give us a five-star rating. We definitely appreciate y'all. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. All the tings. All the tings. All of the tings. All of them. All of them. All the socials. All right? At the G-E-T Network. T-H-E-G-E-T Network. All right? And um, again... EP10, EP10, we're coming up on EP10, Buddha. Double Double digits. That's that's even number. We'll take it. So, until next time, join us every week for the latest and greatest in the world of games 
entertainment and technology we appreciate y'all and thank you for listening until next time stay blessed and peace Peace.